0: pointing the term side hustle can be, it can be pretty rewarding a little bit if you, if you handle
1: that right. Well, you know, coming through um, medical school, I put myself through medical school as a massage therapist. And once I got out into full clinical practice, I still had this massive clientele.
0: The first credit card I got, you know, and I thought, well, you know, if I get a credit card debt that's got a, a $5,000 limit on it, I can, I can spend that. And then, It only cost me $25 a month to pay it off. I really was thinking that. I mean, what an idiot, man. Right. But then I got smart one day and learned about this concept called amortization.
2: There was one thing that the people could really, really own. That would be the understanding of the power, the role, the duty, the responsibility, the authority of our states.
1: Yeah, you know, there's this thing called a side hustle or what do you do uh, when you leave work to make a little extra money? Is that always a good thing or does that uh, does that tend to lead to overwork?
0: I thought it when you said side hustle, well, I thought of that dance, do the hustle. Remember do that the one?
1: hustle. <laughs>
0: that was great. Um, Can so you do it, that dance? I can't. I have I have no rhythm. I, well, I guess I do. I just can't hear it. I don't, I don't know. It uh, doesn't don't, don't, don't connect with me. Let me see. Let's take a look. There's <laughs> no way, man, because it looks just, it's goofy, right? You ever seen a big guy try to dance? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, a few just times.
0: Not graceful at all. It like a clunky John Travolta, wasn't yeah. he a big
1: guy? Tall guy?
0: No, John Travolta, he did this number. Oh, you know?
1: they just made him look big in the screen. How do right? we get off of that side <laughs> hustle?
0: It, <laughs> the the bottom line is like these people getting uh, you know, side hustles, if you will, they're their own boss, right? They go out here and try to do something a little extra on their own that they find find um uh, enjoyable, rewarding. Um give them happiness. It might give them a little more financial freedom. Because like you get into a job, man, that you've done for X number of years or decades, perhaps a a career. And let's say you've reached a point where you can't advance anymore. You've kind of capped that thing out. You capped away your potential or capped away, capped out the opportunity. People can get stuck in that rut and they can become um, very overwhelmed by that. So, you know, coin... Kind of into the area of finding something else you like to do that they're coining the term side hustle can be, it can be pretty rewarding a little bit if you, if you handle that right.
1: Well, you know, coming through um, medical school, I put myself through medical school as a massage therapist. And once I got out into full clinical practice, I still had this massive clientele Mm -hmm. of people that I developed relationships with for uh, 15 years. And I continued to do that kind of work just on the, on the side so that I could maintain those relationships. Yes, it was a little bit of extra money, but that really wasn't why I did it. It was mm-hmm. something that was rewarding and helped me uh, stay connected to people and continue to help their neck aches, back aches, ankle, ankle strains and sprains and sprained knees. And they still see me as a clinician today.
0: Well, even when I met you, uh, you know, more than 10 years ago, um, you were still doing that sometimes. You know, it'd be two or three or something like that. Then once you're done, so a side hustle has been part of your life for a long time.
1: Even in in the practice now, I still I still do do hands-on medicine. So I got that side hustle in, even inside the practice.
0: Once a side hustler, <laughs> always a side hustler. I don't know, but but the thing is, you know, it's like people can get so uh, stuck in their ways that they they want to find something else. And so, you know, I I would say from our perspective, we encourage people to to keep the options open, to continue to expand your career, your learning, your your opportunities you have, and try things new for a time. I mean, my goodness, if you stop learning and stop challenging yourself to try things new, or, or, or maybe even this, if you have a dream that you never went after. I mean, one of the things I've said in life, and it's been probably something I've lived by, is I'm not lived with the woulda, shoulda, coulda mentality. In other words, not with regret. I didn't try to do something, didn't try to do that, try to do this. And I think that's probably where some of the benefits of some of these side hustle jobs do because they can say, well, I did that or I tried that.
1: Yeah, I didn't leave anything behind. Okay. Yeah. And can't get caught in the shoulda, coulda, woulda.
0: No, the shoulda, coulda, woulda is you live your life with regrets. You know, why not try something different? You know, um, a side hustle could even be going back to school and trying to, to learn a different career. You know, that's a potential because today, you know, there's a lot of different opportunities for that. There's a lot of little jobs that you can do, like uh, starting your own business just online. All you need is a laptop. I mean, it is not that hard to do these things anymore, like it was maybe twenty years ago. Now, because of technology, really, the sky's the limit. It's infinite potential for you.
1: I see what your next side hustle is going to be. What? Learning to dance.
0: Oh my gosh, I, I I probably can get a an old twister board and see if I can work <laughs> do on the know. twister. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I. We should do ballroom dancing. Would that be graceful or what?
1: Yeah, I think there's a ballroom dancing uh, facility right around yeah, the corner that would from be the good.
0: office. We give them the challenge of their life, I tell you. Um, but but I think keeping people, you know, keeping us going like that to um, stimulate mind and stuff like that does build freshness, you know. So uh, people today, you know, and we've shared this before in, in previous segments, with one in four people in America being on antidepressants, right, right? which is, that's a huge number, 25% of how many you know, billion people do we have in, in the United States. That's not okay, right? And because of that itself, you know, sometimes if you can find something to do to buffer that, and studies have shown that people are less depressed when they have that going, because it gives somebody a, a sense of achievement or satisfaction if They're able to get some success on those things.
1: I totally agree with that. You know, it I I could be a professional student. My side hustle would be going back to get another degree. Well, <laughs> However, that does not pay the bills.
0: No, and 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 she does do that sometimes. We'll be sitting around, she'll be studying on stuff and, and I do too, I guess at some point, always trying to learn. And um it's interesting, you know, we've tried to continue to expand our learning and skill set by doing it's and learning so other fun. things. Well, it, it does keep you on your toes, you know, yeah. for example. And and so I appreciate people trying new things like that. If if you don't do that, your world gets really small, it's really tiny and how big is that? Like tiny, tiny, and you, you don't do anything anymore. And we've seen that as people age, you know, they stop learning new things or trying new things and they kind of set their career on hold. Don't set your career on hold is our advice. Keep it moving and keep it learning so you can continue to expand your, your ability to think and grow.
1: I've always said that what you learn, you have something to give away. So if you learn it, you can learn one, do one, teach one.
0: I love that. So your side hustle then can become something that that can make you a better person. It can expand your It can expand your horizons it can pay some bills right it can give you some freedom and it might just lead you into a brand new career and brand new opportunity and if you don't do it you might regret it so uh,
1: we encourage these things these are good you can see us on sherwood.tv find out more about our practice more about what we do our plans our products and you might just want to check out kingdom fuel
3: And when you navigate through these these economies with people, here's here's what happens. We want to hold their hand through it, let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge, because a lot of times when you're struck with fear, fear does two things. Number one, it can paralyze and, and people just put their head in the sand and say, I'm just going to forget about it and hopefully it gets better. Or it causes you to make a wrong decision. And this is why we are here, is to help people navigate through the political quagmire nonsense that's going on, the economic malaise and the absolute collapse that we're seeing. And when our freedoms are eroding, our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our personal freedoms, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, they're all tied together. But you know what doesn't need to erode with that? Our finances.
2: KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash Sherwood.
1: There's a lot of talk these days about human enhancement.
0: Terms like biohacking, bioharmonizing, biosynergizing, stacking, resilience, and anti fragility.
1: In our clinic, the Functional Medical Institute, we've been helping people of all shapes, sizes, and backgrounds improve their quality of their physiology and maximize their lives.
0: So, You can follow the latest fads and gimmicks and maybe find some things that work for you.
1: Or you can add Kingdom Fuel to your daily regimen right now.
0: It's the simple start to a transformed life.
1: Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber with 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fats and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile.
0: No gimmicks, just proven results.
1: Start today at Sherwood.tv forward slash fuel.
4: Hey there, Kevin Sorbo here. Now deep down, we know this. We're, We're more than just a brain and a body. We're a spirit, we're a soul, and we're also a physical temple. If you hit the wall when you're trying to improve one aspect of your being, it's probably because, well, other aspects are sabotaging our success. So that's why diets don't work and frankly, why so much conventional wisdom from our so-called medical establishments falls flat. Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood have a very different approach. I should know because I happen to be one of their patients. They address the whole person to get to know you, your challenges, and more importantly, what your goals are. Then they offer a complete plan that addresses your unique biology and your heart. They'll help you discover what you need to experience transformation. So find out more at sherwood.tv Sorbo. That's sherwood.tv Sorbo, or see the link before. Now I'm heading for a workout. You should be going for a workout too. All right guys, God bless.
1: you know, I I just wanted to address this topic about, you know, not just America's debt, but how a person's individual debt can become such a burden in today's time. In fact, I read a recent article that said the credit Mm. card debt in America has jumped 18.5% just recently. That's at an astronomical all-time high.
0: Yeah. And I just, we've talked about debt before and you know, there's some things that we do to avoid that. And I think people might want to know those key things. But when I think of credit card debt, I mean, the the best illustration that I think really describes it is it's it's like wearing handcuffs. You know, it That's prevents good. you from really uh, effectively living life and maybe even giving somebody else a, a hug. You know, you you can't do anything. You're restricted by that because you're bound to the idea that you took a Alone is what it is. Um, you know, some people have said it's like a it's like a third income, but no, it's not. It's a it's a third debt is what it is, and it it sort of multiplies the debt the way it's laid out. And we've seen interest rates go up over time, especially even now they're going up because people have had a hard time recently over the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, so they'll take a credit card out thinking that they might get ahead. But if they're looking at that actual interest rate that they're going to end up working X amount of time to pay off, then that's kind of like the handcuffs that you're talking about, how it puts their hands behind their back in terms of trying to get out of debt. You
0: know, I think about credit card debt. It was, you know, I remember the first credit card I got, you know, and I thought, well... You know, if I get a credit card debt that's got a, a $5,000 limit on it, I can, I can spend that. And then it only costs me $25 a month to pay it off. I really was thinking that. I mean, what an idiot, man. Right. But then I got smart one day and learned about this concept called amortization. And I realized that if I paid $20, $25 a month off with that $5,000, by the time I paid it off, I'd given the credit card company almost $15,000. And I don't know about you, I'm not the most brilliant mind out there, but I'm not the worst either. But that didn't sound like a good deal to me. That sounded like the credit card companies were making all kinds of money, and that didn't seem right. And I thought, you know, I got to make some changes on that. And I learned that there's ways out of that, obviously. And I think one thing people can do is if you've got a bunch of credit card debts, there there is ways to negotiate that down with credit card companies, just to to pay it off and close the card. you can. Now, that will take a credit hit, but again, your credit's probably a shot anyway. Another thing people can do is they can—actually, there's a bunch of cards out there. You can transfer the balance of a high-interest yielding card to a card that has zero transfer balance and maybe a zero interest for a period of six or eight months or a year. Now, if you do that, be cautious because if you don't pay that thing off, right— you're talking about that interest rate can climb higher than your previous card, so it gives you a tool or a band aid for some time. I'm not suggesting you just bounce those things around, but it it can give you a little bit of a reprieve for a while. You you've got to begin to save some money.
1: Well, so we've talked about you know how we can possibly get out of getting that credit card debt, what are some other steps that can give people some financial freedom? What are what are some of the things that they can actually do today and start putting into their lives to gain financial freedom?
0: Well, don't live outside your means, for one. Learn to live a little more economical. I mean, we were talking about this recently, even when we were we use Kingdom Fuel as an idea, but that the average lunch in America is fourteen dollars and fifty cents. If you could shorten that to five dollars, right? Which is Kingdom which, Fuel, which would be good, right? So that would save you some money right there. So look at your grocery bill. Look at uh, things you do extra. Look at eating out. Eat out less. Um, look at your lifestyle. Do you do you go out on the weekends? And if you do, maybe hold that back once a month. I mean, do little changes like that so you can reduce this extra out flow of money you make and begin to look around. One thing that I'm big on is is try not to have a car payment. I mean, a car payment is a highly depreciable asset. So if you can, if you got a big car payment, see what you can do about getting that off of there and get something you can drive around. It might not be the best, but if it's reliable to get your point A to point B and you don't have a car payment, that's good, right? Uh, mortgages, you can pay one extra payment on a mortgage per year and you can cut about 10 years off of that. Length of that loan—that's pretty good to do. Um, there's refinance. Um, you can begin to uh, uh, buy some some uh, tangible assets to hold back in case there's a kind of a stock market collapse, like gold and silver. I mean, we've done some of that.
1: Yeah, those are all great assets and great resources. And I think the key that you said is number one: don't live beyond your means. Mm. Number two, if you're going to get a credit card, you really need to think about what that debt looks like. And what does the amortization of that look like? And how long are you going to be in debt to someone else?
0: Well, now we have credit cards, right? So let me just tell you this. You can use a credit card for your advantage if you pay it off every month. So what you can do is you can put airline miles on that. That's a bonus. Hotel points.
1: That's another bonus. And
0: how about paying it off every month, and getting yourself a trip somewhere on a weekend. Wouldn't that be cool? So there's a way to benefit from the current system if we know how to use the system, but we can't let the system abuse and use us. And that's really a key point there. So you know, a lot of little cool things. And so, again, we've made adjustments with our finances trying to make sure that we had you know, debt eliminated. Debt is, is like... Handcuffs, but debt will cause you to have ill health as well.
1: And I think one of the other components to that credit card debt is you need to look at the interest rate of what is on that credit card. Because if it has a higher interest rate, you're going to be in debt much longer.
0: So get the debt gone. Don't take a loan with a credit card like it's a third income. And don't fall for the trap of paying off the minimum. Get these things out of your life forever and work on being debt free. You'll find that your life gets better and your health will get better. What does our constitution really mean? And how do we interpret it? Find out next with our constitutional attorney expert, Chris Ann Hull.
1: Let's get real. Most emergency food is just as bad for you as any other choice in the standard American diet. And that's just sad.
0: We don't just need food. We need highly nutritional food.
1: We don't just want to survive food shortages. We are meant to thrive in adversity.
0: Complete your daily nutrition and have shelf-stable Kingdom Fuel as a cornerstone of your food supply.
1: Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds.
0: Stock up on Kingdom Fuel now.
3: And when you navigate through these these economies with people, here's here's what happens. We wanna hold their hand through it, let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge, because a lot of times when you're struck with fear, Fear does two things. Number one, it can paralyze and and people just put their head in the sand and say, I'm just gonna forget about it and hopefully it gets better. Or it causes you to make a wrong decision. And this is why we are here, is to help people navigate through the political quagmire nonsense that's going on, the economic malaise and the absolute collapse that we're seeing. And when our freedoms are eroding, Our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our personal freedoms, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, they're all tied together. But you know what doesn't need to erode with that? Our finances.
2: KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash Sherwood. (laughs) I know you are God. I can't believe I trusted you.
3: I'm
1: Michelle. I'd love to work here. Do you have what it takes to be a champion? Yes, Master, I do. Ah! We need to get you more competition.
3: Oh, and finally, the Olympic team selection tournament. <laughs> Did
0: somebody tried to hurt you again?
3: She's working on being a homeless Olympic champion. And now she has somebody footing the bill for college so she can become
1: a doctor.
2: We have to pray on the list so that in all of God's glory, each item on the list will come to a fruitful and gratifying beginning. You know, people often ask me, what has been the most destructive lie the American people have been taught about the federal government in the U.S. Constitution. Now, Doc, you and I have talked about this on a previous segment, but it really boils down to the lie that the Supremacy Clause in the Constitution establishes that the federal government and federal laws are superior to state laws and state constitution. Now, our previous segment went into detail and explained how that is absolutely not true. And just a simple reading of Article 6, Clause 2, which is the Supremacy Clause, proves that. But you see, with that deception that has really infested the minds and politics of American government we have had a falling away of the understanding of governors and attorneys general and even the people of their states of the power and the duty and the responsibility of the state to stand against the exercise of unauthorized federal power. And if there was one thing that I want the American people to really know today, if there was one thing that the American people could know that would change the whole dynamic. I'm not usually a one thing person, right? Because I understand that life is multifaceted and there are many solutions to a single problem and there are complications and details that need to be worked out. So I'm never really a one thing person, but in this situation, there was one thing that the people could really, really own that would be the understanding of the power, the role, the duty, the responsibility, the authority of our states to say to the federal government, I'm sorry that the constitution does not authorize the exercise of that power and we will not comply. And so in that authority, we have a solution to nearly every single federal problem that we see today the atf gun grab states actually have the authority and the duty to say no we're not going to let you enforce those laws in our state because there's no authority for you to govern what we sell and how our people uh, keep and bear arms within our states. There's no authority for you for that. No, we're not going to let your Environmental Protection Agency come in and rule and reign over our land. And by the way, the FDA and the USDA, sorry, we don't find that authority in the Constitution, because remember, We're the states that created the federal government. We're the creators of the federal government. And as the creators of the federal government, we have the authority to say, you know what? We didn't create you with that power. So that power does not exist uh, to be authorized in our state. Not only are we not going to help you uh, exercise that power, but we're not going to let you exercise that power on our people. The Department of Education, the Department of Interior, the Department of Ag, the, the uh, Forestry Service, all of these organizations are extra-constitutional. And according to Article 6, Clause 2, if their power is not exercised pursuant to the Constitution, the power is null and void. And what the American people and our governors and our attorneys general need to understand is that applies to the judiciary as well. The Supreme Court's authority is limited and defined by Article 3. The Supreme Court and federal court authority is limited and defined by the powers delegated to the federal government. So if the power, the authority, is not delegated to the federal government, the federal judiciary doesn't have jurisdiction over the matter. So if there is no authority for uh, delegated to the federal government to rule and reign over uh, what we eat, what we drink, what we smoke, what we ingest, what we wear, what we buy, what we sell, how we live, how do we use our resources in our states, all these things that happen internally in the state, then the Supreme Court has no jurisdiction over those matters either. So we have to understand and we really have to own this that our states not only have an authority, they have a responsibility to say no. And we have this information documented for you in our book, Sovereign Duty. Have this information documented for you in a film we call Noncompliant Movie that can be found at noncompliantmovie.com. And we want to help you know this because all political powers derive from the people and the people have to stand for the proper application of their constitution in order to defend their rights. So um, thank you, Doc, for letting me bring this information to the people. Uh, There are many ways to come to this understanding. We want to help you with some of them. But that's the one thing I wish everybody would know right now. Exploring biohacking, bioharmonizing,
1: biosynergizing, stacking, resilience, or anti-fragility?
0: Start here. No gimmicks just proven results.